This is Matt from Hearview Hotel Podcast. If you are listening to this, then please do check us out on, on YouTube and subscribe. Uh, there's a lot of cool, weird video editing stuff happening over on that end. So please check it out. Anyway, this is episode 62. As I've already maybe mentioned, because I've done, you know, 100 takes of this stupid intro because I can't talk. Okay? All right? So this episode contains a story from my dad who got arrested one time out in West Texas. Um, pretty crazy night that he and his friends experienced. And, you know, my dad has some pretty crazy stories. So when I was staying out there in 2020 for a couple months, he, like, we were having some drinks and he just decided, like, hey, like, let me let me tell you this story for your podcast. Like, okay, cool. So we told this story of them driving around in an old car and getting pulled over and going to jail, and then it gets crazier. That's 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 the very, very beginning of it. But anyway, after that, there's a, a couple of several bizarre phone calls that I've recorded just over, you know, over the course of, I don't know, six months, something like that. And uh, they're pretty weird, pretty weird phone calls, uh, as you might come to expect if you listen to this thing. So anyway, uh, yeah, this is a Patriot Party Podcast, uh, Never Give Up, uh, Never Surrender, and Roll Up Sleever, and all that stuff, okay? Patriot Party Podcast, okay, bye. The bank robbery, okay. This is between semesters, uh, about, I don't know, 61, 62, something like that. Between semesters where? Well, we were all going to different places. Uh, Tim, uh, a, a friend of ours that went on the trip, uh, he was going to TCU. Uh, Moon was going to Texas, and, and uh, Ch- Charlie was going to the University of Texas, and I was, uh, I think I wasn't going anywhere. I think I was just living on their, on their uh, couches and shit. Uh, you know, hanging around, going to football games sure. and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Having a good old time. Having a real good time. <laughs> sleeping on couches. All right. Um, the guy that was going to TCU said, "Let's let's go to uh, let's let's go to Las uh, Las Vegas and Lake Tahoe for between semesters, right?" Excuse me, just a second. Because the uh, the guy whose uh, whose idea it was, his dad was was playing in the band at, at at Lake Tahoe. So, and we went to we went up there, and we went up there to uh, ostensibly, ostensibly to see to see him play. And we had a real good time while we were there. But we started coming back anyway. And it's a long way between semesters. You got to go all the way from from Lake Tahoe back to Fort Worth and Austin. Mm-hmm. And as we're coming back, we're we're coming through New Mexico, Arizona, New Mexico, and we get into to, uh, New Mexico, and it's um, uh, we come through Deming or Lordsburg or somewhere, <laughs> and we hurt, and we hurt. And, oh, and we're driving in our friends' 1959 um, 
white Chevrolet Impala. And this was, and this was like 1960 or something like that. It, it could have been, but you know, this guy had a, 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 a it, so it could have been a little bit earlier than that. Come think of it. Well, anyway, I know that it was a 1959 Impala. Scoot up just a little bit, would you? Every single time I get closer to the microphone, you move the microphone. No, no, you, you get further away. Video, you guys would all see that this is bullshit. Here you go. Because are you doing a cat guy impression right now? <laughs> Me? What? <laughs> all right, here you go. So, anyway, so what was I saying? Coming back from Tahoe. Oh yeah, we're coming back from Tahoe. We're coming through Deming, New Mexico, but a long time before we get to El Paso. But we hear on the radio it said that there's four guys in a white 1959 Chevrolet Impala who had just robbed a bank in Silver City just north of Deming. And we just all laughed about that. It's really funny that we hear this on the radio because we are four guys in a 1959 Chevrolet white Impala. We go on through Las Cruces down to El Paso and I'm wanting to um, show these guys the view from Scenic Drive on, on Franklin Mountain. It's beautiful up there. And, um, we're up there looking for it, and we kind of get lost. Can't we can't find the route to to uh, uh, scenic drive, and all of a sudden we see this car come up behind us. It was a, it wasn't a it didn't look like a police car, but it was. It was unmarked, and he stopped us and said, uh, "Where are you boys going?" So well, we're looking for scenic drive, and then we're headed back to school. And then all of a sudden we realized that radio broadcast from Deming, New Mexico, about the bank robbery. We thought, oh, shit, they think, they also, think. Didn't you have something in the car with you? Well, we did, but I, I was about to get to that. Okay. They're talking to us, and, you know, we're just joking with them, and they're pretty good old boys. We're, they're you know. good old boys, the but, Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pretty good guys. They were just about to let us go until, while one of them was talking to us, the other one was in the car looking looking around, and he found a gun under the seat that belonged to the guy that owned, owned the car. And there was also one of those old, um, this guy had a, still don't know, it was an old, it was a like a blackjack. A blackjack is, is a, like a club they used to use in the old gangster days of Prohibition. And uh, they said, what the hell is this? I said, my, our friend said, it's a blackjack. And I have it because he told them why. And they bought that. And they were just about to let us go um, after they figured we were okay until they were looking in, in, the, in the glove box and they found this little box of pills that I had bought, I don't know, a month or so earlier. I don't know. I'd forgotten that it was in there, actually. And it was Dexedrine. Dexedrine is one of the precursors to speed. We got it legally in Mexico over the counter. Well, but we didn't know the word amphetamine. I didn't right, know what right. that was. But I didn't know what any of that stuff was. But they said, okay, all right, my God, I think 
you know, we got a gun and a blackjack and a, and some and some dexedrine. We're going to jail. So they call they call the paddy wagon down there. We get in the paddy wagon. You know, and we all and we knew it was kind of funny because we knew that we were okay. We knew we didn't do that, and we knew that they would figure it out because of where we'd been. Did they just they pulled you over because you fit the description of? of That's right. But they took you in because of because the drugs and bec- the gun and the black. Not re- I think I think if it hadn't been for the if it hadn't been for the dexedrine, they wouldn't have taken us in. What? Now I, I don't think so. Well, I don't care. They they really weren't interested in in that, and that the reason for that was because the the driver of the car was rather famous. I'm not going to use his name because he might not want me to. Okay. He was, uh, or, or at least his father was famous. You'll, you'll tell me afterwards. So anyway, we go down to the jailhouse, and it was it was kind of funny because we all knew we'd get out. We go in. We go into this big old cell. And it was like a, it was like the drunk tank, and these guys would come up to us, you know, and they'd say, "This guy'd come up to us and say, instead of saying, hey, man, you got a cigarette?'" They come get up real close to us, and they'd they'd look at us, and they'd say, "I'll have a smoke." Mm. Well, okay, <laughs> and we give them one, and then and then they'd look at you like, "Where's the light?" So we'd light their cigarette for them. And the jailer was in there, and he he was a chess player. El Paso Jail? Yeah. It was a pa- El Paso County Jail, I think. Holy shit. 1962. Something like that. Drugs, gun. Yeah, well, and the jailer was in there, and he, he was a chess player. And he recognized all four of us as being a little different from their usual customers. All right, some college. <laughs> So he said. So he said, "Hey, you guys play chess?" And so we said, "Yeah," and all of us did. So we, he challenged us to play chess, and we played chess with this jailer. That is some white people shit, right there. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it, it was really good. It was great. I cannot even believe. That. And we played chess, and and uh, you know, and whoever lost, um, you know, the next guy'd come up. Whoever won, it didn't matter. You know, we were all playing the jailer. And um, the next morning, we we go down and we talk to a lawyer, and the lawyer bails us out. And I remember, the, I remember what the bail was. It was twenty five dollars, which was really good because six months later, for all of you guys, no, just for me because I I was the one that had the. Uh, they just let everybody else go, but but yeah. me. Yeah. I, I'm the one that had the uh, deck, the decks, right. and uh, so and, and my entire fine was the bail. It was twenty five dollars. Wow. We get out of jail, and uh, one guy had to be at TCU to register, and I, me and the other two guys had to be in. Um, uh, Austin uh, to register. The next day? The, it was the next day. We realized we were going to be late. So we said, well, hell, we're going to have to do a late registration anyway. Let's just let's just go to uh, to uh, Juarez. Oh. And oh, spend another night. Shit. 
So we go to Juarez, and there's four of us. And we go to Juarez, and we have one uh, a pretty good time. But we got split up. Uh, me and the guy who had a famous daddy uh, spent the night in his 1959 uh, Impala in a little parking lot on the American side. And the other two guys, Moon, and the other guy's uh, nickname was was Gort. And the reason his name was Gort is because um, one of the guys said that, that the only thing dumber than a minner is a Gort. A minner? Minner. You know, like when you're fishing. Okay, so what's a Gort? It's the only thing dumber than a minner. Okay. Yeah. What is that? Well, I, I don't know, that's but what that, but is. that's what, but that's what we called. Okay, but that's what I'll we. Look it up later. That's what we. No, you're not going to be able to find anything on. Oh yes, I will. Gort? No, I don't think so. Okay, so so this guy was super dumb, is what you're saying, right? No. <laughs> Actually, he was super smart, but but this one guy thought that he was super dumb because he looked sort of like. Uh, are you making fun of your friend right now? No, no. I, because, no, because he was really smart. But they didn't come back that night. I mean, we go back to the car and I sleep in his... Uh, so what did they get into? Well, they got put in the El Paso, in the, in the Juarez oh jail. God, dude, you guys are bandits. No, no, not... We didn't... The next night? This is the, ne- the very next night. So, the so other two guys... Moon, Moon and Gort, Moon and Gort got put in the goddamn Juarez jail. And, you know, I can't, just can't imagine a whole lot worse than that. And they, and they told the, the best story, or the worst story, about being in, because it, it was in January and it was cold as hell. And, and they were in this courtyard and they were trying to get close to this fire that some guys had built. They said that they're in this, in this courtyard out there. And uh, uh, old Gort says, by, by God, I'm, I'm going to get close to that fire. So he goes over close to the fire, and it, everybody says, no, you got to go back. You had not been in jail long enough to get close to the fire. So he goes back to the per- perimeter of all these jailbirds in the, in the, in the courtyard of the Juarez County, in the Juarez jail, and uh, he said, "No, I'm not going. I'm not putting up with that." And so he goes back to it, and some great big guy picks up a stool and hits him in the mouth, and that did it for him. He said, "Okay, I'll I'll sleep in the back." Well, the next morning, um, Gort had had some pretty expensive boots on, and he said, I, "You know, let me just give you these boots, and I'll I'll go." Get some money. I'll I'll go get some people and some money, and we'll come over here and we'll bail us all out. And um, you can let us go. And and Moon was over there. With, he 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 had a pair of J C Penney's boots on, and he he tried to do the same thing. And I said, No, nah, no way. You're gonna have to stay here and wait for your friend to come back. So, and I I mean, we're sitting on the American side, just waiting for our friends to show up and we don't have enough money to go over and actually look for them i mean because it 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 used to take 
back in 1962, you could get across the bridge for two pennies. And, and it cost a penny to come back. Well, we had two pennies for one person. That's all we had. Okay. Um, and, and that was it. And so we thought, well, if we go across, we won't be able to get back because we're not going to have enough penny. To, we're, gonna have, we're not going to have enough <laughs> to come back. Okay. Well, so we're just waiting there. We're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And and, uh, and pretty soon it's, it's uh, like, 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning, and tourists are going back and forth between Juarez and El Paso. Some of these people were going back across, and they're nice-looking people, and they're all dressed up, and they're going shopping and stuff. And walked out, and he said, uh, he walked up to one of those tourists. It was an old couple, an old couple, and he said, hey, buddy, you got to... You got a dime for a cup of coffee. And they just kind of looked at him and and took off as fast as they could go. So we didn't get any coffee. Nobody would buy us a cup of coffee. And pretty soon after about, after it was, we wanted coffee. We oh, really, did yeah, coffee. we absolutely did. And we saw Gort coming across the bridge. He was Gort coming back across in Mexico. And he, he had his he had on a white shirt and it was his shirt tail was untucked and he had blood all over the front of it and his hat was gone and his lip was just big and it looked awful. Somebody had just well, I mean, you know, we found out later that he got busted in the mouth with a with a, with a big old chair. And uh, and he told us what happened. And so and so we said, well, what are we going to do? So we go down to the, nobody has any money. This is night two of this, right? This is the second back, night. Back to back. Second night. You know, the, uh, the night before that was when we went to the El Paso yeah. jail. Yeah, right. You guys are fucking crazy. It wasn't our, it wasn't our fault. All right, go ahead. But um, we go to the, um, it was the musicians' union, and they used to have a musicians' union, and got in touch with his father, who wired some money, and we were able to go over there and get Moon out of jail, get Gort's boots back, and and then we went, we headed back east to TCU. We went through Pecos, where my mother was, and she I called her ahead of time, and she agreed to fix us a bunch of fried chicken. And she, good mom. Yeah, and she gave us. To... We'd been in jail for two nights in a row. Well, I, I had, no, I, I didn't go to the. No, we, we were. In, I really am glad I didn't have to do that. Uh, your, your other friends went to an El Paso County jail, and then the next night they went to a Juarez jail. That's right, two of them. Wow. That none, none of my friends. We have done some crazy shit, but none of my friends had done. Two different jails in two nights. <laughs> like that's a yeah, especially Juarez. I mean, you know, you look looking back, you think, man, you don't want to go to a Juarez jail ever. You don't ever want to go to a a Juarez jail. It sounded awful to us. We didn't have to do it, but those other two guys damn sure did.
So that's the end of that story. Sporting Goods. Hey, uh, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, I'm thinking about coming in there with my wife. Uh, how, like, I guess I'm, I like to know, like, what's, what's the biggest fishing pole that you guys have available there? We have a 15-foot fishing rod. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. That's, yeah. that's and then the... I'll transfer the call to the other person. Okay, Where sounds go? good. Hello. Hi, how's it yeah. going there? there? I'm okay, sir. You're looking for a put the fishing rod? Yeah. I'll pop. I like to get a 15-foot fishing rod. Uh, boss, uh, we have problem with our line, though. Uh, your voice is, uh, is on and up. Uh, you, uh, anyway, you're looking for a 15-pit rod and reel? Yeah. Um, I mean, just rod? Yeah, um, because my wife and I were trying to catch turtles. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Hello. hey, can you hear me? Uh, sometimes the 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 pawn uh, become weird, you know, things like that. Oh, I'm doing something. Oh, yeah, like that. it's kind of standard about that. Hello? I'm, I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, just a minute, sir. Maybe I should connect you to the other person. Maybe uh, just to make sure that the... Oh, hold on. Okay. How come the boy finished? There's something wrong with it. Can you take a, if, it's, if it's me or the telephone? Sporting Goods. Hey, how's it going there, fellow? Good. How may I help you? Hi. Uh, I was I was just asked, actually inquiring about, I guess, like the largest fishing rod that you all have there, and I and and I wanted to see if that's if that's going to be big enough to catch, because my wife and I want to catch a turtle. You guys want to catch a turtle? Yeah. Uh, so many. These are as long as they're within the range of the the poundage on the rod. So you don't really need to have a long one. You can also get a short one. Are you going off a boat or on a cliff? Um, you know, we haven't really. Um, but we basically just think that we want to, you know, head out there at some point and cast our rods out there because um, I don't know if you've heard like. By the way, is it is it is it legal to do that? Can I catch like a sea a no, sea turtle? It's illegal to do that. Oh, it's illegal to do that. There's a big fine for that. Oh and my god! What's the oh jail time really? Yeah, the best person to call is also agriculture, but uh, wow. everybody knows. Okay. On, at least the locals wow. will know. Well, you know, uh, I'm kind of beginning to think that my wife and I were kind of messed with because because. Uh, we're out there and we're we're at a restaurant. We're asking people like like what is there to do around around, and this one guy. I mean, he seemed he seemed like he might have had a, a little bit too much to drink, but he said that he and his buddies always go you know sea turtle fishing out there. Uh, and, just at least for the for for the law, we're not allowed to catch turtle. Okay, well he was probably just messing yeah. with us. He's like, oh, like like look at these tourists right now. And like, oh, yeah. let's make yeah. them think it's cool uh, to catch a sea turtle. I mean, people just grab them. They don't really use a rod and reel. They just grab them. Yes. 
Well, but it's illegal to them because there's a lot, there's tracking devices on them, and then. I assume that uh, you were talking about um, whether or not it was uh, okay. Yeah, so it's illegal either way. If if you just kind of run up and grab a turtle, that's considered that's considered illegal. Actually, uh, sir, so I have a lot of customers right in front of me. Sure. If you want to, you can come by, and we can talk more. But I have to take care of the customers in front of me. Okay, no worries, sir. Have uh, it, 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 illegal. The best person to ask is always agriculture. Okay, I'll call them. I'll call them. Thank you very much. I appreciate okay, take you. Take care, sir. Bye. 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 Sporting goods. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, sir. I can. Hi. Um. So, I just wanted to check on a couple things because my wife and I are are are, are trying. We basically like want to go jet skiing, but we want to we want to be wearing. Uh, we want to have on our on our back like a, a scuba scuba gear, and then. So basically, like we want to go jet skiing and we want to go scuba diving, and while we're out there, we want to we want to cast our rods, and and catch and catch some fish at like, like but like just an all inclusive trip out in the middle of the water. There, um, is that something that okay. is that like are are there any pieces of that that you could help us? Like, could I get I can get a fishing pole there, right? Uh, no, we don't sell fishing gear. Oh no! Is it so? It's just sporting goods. Like I can get footballs and stuff there. Yes, footballs, oh. soccer, golf, tennis. Yeah. Goodness gracious! Okay. I guess that was just. I know that you can check uh, MDA. MDA. They sell. I'm sorry. Uh, that's M D A. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's not like a code word for anything, is it? Oh no, that's the name of the their store. Okay, MDA. Okay, because I've heard of yeah. I've heard of MDA. MDA. Okay. Okay. Cool. And 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 so they can they can basically sell me like a jet ski out there. For the jet ski, I'm not too sure, but for the other gear, I'm I'm pretty sure they have. Oh. Okay. okay. okay very cool. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, All right. Well, um, you you have you have a great a great evening and get out there and catch some catch some fish for me, would you? All right. Thank you. You too. Okay. Have a good one. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. I can hear you. Hi. How can I help you? Um. So you you all have sports cards there, is that is that correct? Yes, we do. All right, because uh, I have a client that has a, apparently has access to an original Honus Wagner card. Uh huh. Is this something that we could bring in there? Maybe we put this on consignment. Uh, for something that big, uh, I don't think this would be a good uh, venue for that. If it's a original Hornets Wagner, you might want to go to an online auction, which will get you a, oh my a God. more. More. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, that sounds. I just said that sounds great. Um, oh, well, so like. Yeah, online like, auction. Because, like, I don't know. 
I'm being told that this thing can go for, you know, two, three hundred dollars. And that's pretty good. No, no. No, if it's an original harness Wagner, like uh um if you want, you can always bring it in, and we can point you in the right direction. You may not buy it, but if it's a, if it's your, telling me what it really is, if it's the, I think it's called T two hundred one or something, um, the original Hornets Wagner. If it's not, if it, if it's not graded, that might be difficult. You might want to get it graded. Um, but if you have that, that's a not a three hundred dollar card. I think that can be Four, six figures or more, or six, even just oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So bring it in and I can help you. Um, if you bring it in, I can help you kind of look at it and then we can look online and I can point you in the right directions. We, uh, we won't charge you for anything for like any advice. We'll be just happy to help you out. And, oh, and if, it, if it is the Holy grail of baseball cards and you have that, trust me, <laughs> you, you, uh, you might have, if it is original, uh, like TT 201, like the famous one, it's uh, it's worth a lot of money, and uh, we will help you point you in the right direction, and we won't charge you. Just you can bring oh, it in. It'll wow. be really cool to see it if you really have it. Okay, you know this is actually so there are, there quite are, there concerning. Are, there are fakes and blueprints out there, by the way. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay, you know, and yeah. and I guess the reason that this is so concerning is because you know um, this is my patient who owns this card, but he has a lawyer. Uh huh. He has a lawyer that offered to 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 sell it for him, and then he could get you know two three hundred dollars out of the deal. And no man, there yeah, yeah. don't. So, are you based on? Uh no no. Uh, my client is very 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 uh, very lucrative, uh, but you know like uh, yeah, he's got a home out there. He's staying out there right now, and that's kind of why I'm kind of fishing around for this stuff, you know. It's very, very oh, discern- he's concerning a, he's to in, me. He's in, he's in, he's in, he lives in. No, no, he's got, he's got a, va- a vacation home out there. Um, and so that's, oh. that's where he is right now. And, and, and he's got this lawyer that kind of bums around all the time around him. And I guess he's just, he's just selling him a bill of goods. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would, and again, uh, uh, does he have, is a card on or is it, is it off island? Um, the card is currently on now, and so I mean he uh, he could bring it over whenever you know. Yeah, Dude, tell him to bring it over. Um, we're really reputable. We know the sources to send him. We we know the hobby. Been in the hobby for two to three years. We know. I go to the national card convention. I went this year in Chicago, oh. um, so I know all the big. I know the big uh, auction houses to send to, and oh. I mean, I, and again. We don't. We don't want anything. We don't. We don't want any. Uh, I'm not going to charge anything. I'll just be honest with them and send them in the right direction to go to, to try to get the most out of that card. If it's really the card that you're telling me it is, if it is that big card, then yeah, he he, uh, he might want to uh, secure that even in a in a. I would tell him to secure it in a uh, safety deposit box and oh not put it in the vault, like to really secure it. Okay. Probably worth more than a house. Oh my goodness it, gracious! What is the? Okay. Uh, I think if it is, if you but there are fakes out there, so they're right, um, right. I'm sure there's plenty uh, of fakes. So like, you know, yeah. So, that's so, right. To get it graded might be the next step, but if it's the Hornets Rider Wagner T 
See, there's a bunch of reprints that are 100 bucks, 200 bucks. But if it is really that the big, big one, it's uh, just Google it. If you Google it right now, the, if you could just Google the price on it, I'm telling my, uh, my. Uh, oh my gosh. We're looking it up right now, but I think the recent, the recent Hornets Wagner, uh, just um, T. I think it's a T there, T two hundred six. Okay. Let's well, go to news. Oh my news. goodness gracious! Yeah, it's, so it, it, uh, six mil, six million. Yeah, I can see that. The recent sell, yeah. Well, we but if if he has if he has that again, that's a super rare card, and uh, for it to be tucked away and it'll be a pretty crazy story. And um, but if he does have it, if he wants to bring it in to us, and we can help point him in the right direction, we can oh, guide man. him, and we won't charge anything. Um, but so, uh, yeah, well, we're here. We're open today till five. Yeah, this T two o six. Okay, I'll be sure to run him by this. But I mean, like, does this? Does this? I mean, like, this implies that my lawyer or or that his lawyer was trying to kind of take him for over six million dollars. If this is a a T two o six, right? Well, the thing again. Well, again, yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Uh, right, I don't know right. that. Um, we don't know if that's actually his, if that what the card is or what, maybe the lawyer didn't know, we can't assume, because he doesn't know uh, sports cards or memorabilia, so we don't know, but um, he should get it checked, not by a lawyer, he should get it checked by people that know the industry more than right. the lawyer, so right. <laughs> I right. would think, yes, I, I mean, I, if, if it is and he feels comfortable, we'll be happy to take a look at it and and kind of point him in the right direction, give him some advice to how to proceed. Because if it's raw, if it's just raw, um, no one's going to touch it. If oh, it's really? Rated, okay. Then someone can touch it. Yeah. If it's raw, no one's going to touch it because there's so many fakes out there. No one's going to throw millions of dollars and thousands sure. of dollars or something. They don't. They don't. Unless I mean, that's a that's a dangerous thing too. If he sells it, if he sells it for thousands and it ends up being a fake one, then you're going to have a, a little could be an issue like that too. So. The best thing to do would be... Well, that's also good for the lawyer, too, isn't it? Because the lawyer just gets more work, you know? It's just like, oh, like, now hire me to defend you in this, you know, fraud claim or something that someone... You know, I just don't know, man. Yeah, I, no, I mean, it just seems I real weird. I wouldn't... I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't bring a lawyer into that type of thing, even. I mean, I wouldn't... If it's just for legal advice, it's not a legal advice. It's just basically... He has a high value item and he wants to sell it and he wants to make sure it's graded and there's, there's routes to do it. It's difficult from Guam because if you're going to get it graded, you have to ship it in the mail and that's the difficult Ooh, part of that's it. That's scary. Um, but that we, yeah. So there's ways to do it. And if he has the financial means to get it graded, there's ways to do it and there's companies to do it, but I would actually advise him to fly and hand deliver it to the grading company and then right. pay the premium price for a rush grade, receive it back, and then from there, um, fly to the auction house, that hand deliver it to the auction house. But the auction house, some of them will actually go fly to you and pick it up. Wow, them, really? Something that big. Oh, yeah. For a million-dollar card? Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll fly out to you, pick it up, because they're going to get a percentage of that sale on their auction house. They're not... I think it's like 20%. So for them, they'll be happy to pick it up. 
Jesus. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if it is, if it, I mean, if he wants to bring it in, I and mean, you can take a look at it, um, and then you know help guide him, uh, and then uh, guide him uh, oh. in the right direction. But, oh. uh, yeah, right here. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to process all, right. all this right now. Um, thank you so much for your help. Uh, you've been very informative. You're welcome, man. Who, yeah, you're welcome. who, who would yeah, buy? Who would buy something like this? I mean, like I just don't want to. Oh I, man, you have you have for something like that. You have people like you have billionaires and millionaires that 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 it's one of the things that's just super rare that they would be happy to. You know, I mean, baseball cards is a little bit of investment uh, slash. Americana slash art slash I mean you know people have like Picasso's in the portfolio right like big 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 people with a lot of money will have like a Picasso as part of their investment portfolio and people have right like, right, 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 right and they'll right. yeah and they will get it insured too and like a, a a fine art and and keep it as their investment portfolio and these things go up I mean Michael Jordan rookie cards three years ago. PSA 10, you could have bought it at 20 grand, which is a lot of money if you think about it. They maxed out this year, one as high as 800,000. Oh, man. For Michael Jordan rookie card, which are not as rare as uh, this Furnace Wagner. Well, yeah, because this thing dates back to like the early 20th century, right? Or the, like the 1800s, maybe. I don't know. I think this was in the ninth. I think I think the Hornets Ragger was the first. That's why it's so expensive. It's one of the first baseball cards out. I believe it's in 1910. Wow. So it's a hundred year old card, 110 year old card. That's why it's if it is really truly that. That's even rare. Even to be out here on Guam, that's very rare to actually have and survive World War One, World War Two, right. the Vietnam War, like. Yeah, to to have that in good condition and survive, and that's why and it's 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 uh fairly highly it's it's highly faked, and I've seen a bunch of fakes ones out there. Oh, reprints, really? Some reprints, and they also greater reprints. So yeah, it could be a, a reprint, but even reprints are valuable. I mean, hundred two hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe that's kind of what this is. I mean, like maybe that's what the lawyer. Uh, you know, maybe he knows it's a reprint, and he's just trying to say it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe it can be. Uh, yeah, because it's it's highly unlikely it'd be in in uh in Guam uh, for all those years. And but it, I mean, I've seen there's rare things rare things that have happened, and I, that's happened. I think there's stories of like comic books in between, like in the states, that people would buy a house and renovate. Uh, renovate. I think that's the story of a Superman comic. Number one, they went in and renovated the house in the in the what is it in the, in the boards or in the in the house with between the walls. They knocked on a wall. It was a Superman comic number one, action comic number one, and it sold more than they bought the house. So they got the house for free. And oh this thing was just goodness. sitting there and it was all messed up. But that's how much they go for. Even a, 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 a poor copy of a Superman number one. Like the Grail of comics, I think was like sold for like three hundred, four hundred k. Oh man, okay, yeah. I yeah. I, I had no it's idea. A, I mean, like like I I make a living doing you know doing doing surgery on people, so this is just a whole new ball game to to my client and I. Yeah, yeah. 
So even yeah, if you do um, is uh, what kind of surgeon are you? Um, I'm actually a just. I'm an assistant to an open heart surgeon, right? So, oh, nice. I mean, like I'm I'm actively involved in surgery. Um, so it's it's just something that you know I'm I'm working my way up right now. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. So sports, so sports cars. A lot of people have used it as an investment vehicle over the past several years now. Like, um, if you would have bought like stuff just basketball like three years ago, it, it increased like. 10 times your value. Like you could have bought a, an open hobby box of prism 2018, like three years ago for like $250. Now those same boxes are $9,000. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if you just have a little bit of change to throw, then you could, you could make, make a return of turn investment. If you know how, if you know how to, if you know how to, supply and demand industry, you know, the players, it's almost like stocks, but with sports. So it's pretty cool. You can, um, you can buy, buy them early, invest in them early. And then the players as well. And then their prices go up because their demand goes up. And then the supply that they don't have a lot of supply like they did in the nineties. Right. It's wild. All right, wild so, yeah, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to uh, message us on Instagram or Facebook or, uh, you can give us a call or if you want to bring your, you have your client come over here and uh, he doesn't even need to bring the card. You can just come over and talk with us. We'll be happy to talk with him. Okay. Well, th- that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for your help. And, and whoever that is Go in the ahead. background, tell them yeah. I said thank you as well. And, and maybe we'll see you soon. All right. All right. Have a good day. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. This is Patch. 
What's up, Patch? Oh, uh, is this Nadia? Nope. Oh, man. Do I have the wrong number? Yeah. This is, this is not a psychic and tarot reading place? Hi, uh, I am trying to teach my son how to vape. You're trying to teach him how to vape? Yeah, well, he's, uh, he's a grown man. You know, he's, he's, he's a 24-year-old he's man. But, okay. But, yeah, you know. Uh, so so he's, he's got himself what looks to be one of those batteries, okay? But he, he's just pressing... Like a, like a He's just pressing the button over and over and nothing's coming out and he's looking at me like I did something and I bought the thing for his birthday. <laughs> well, I think it'll be best if you bring the device in and we can check it out for you guys if you want. Okay, cool. Uh, do, do you have, do you have, fla like, do you have uh, savory flavors? You know, I know that I see all the kids with these, uh, you know, grapefruit, you know, citrus, tangerine, orange, yeah. you know, apple flavors, things like this, you know, candy mm -hmm. cane, uh, you know, whatever, a chocolate milkshake, uh, uh, cookies and cream flavor. Yeah, we have flavor. a bunch of different ones, honestly. Double chocolate fudge is, is also one. Chocolate? Yeah, yeah, a chocolate flavor. Do you guys have ch the chocolate? No, not at the moment, actually. Now, how about something sweet? Like something, something for my son that is, uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, not sweet, uh, savory, you know? Say something that, that tastes like a, a, a chicken fried steak. Oh, nothing like that. Definitely no? Not. Okay, I gotcha. What's, no. the, what's the weirdest yeah. flavor of vape? Because my son is, uh, he's definitely looking to get into vaping. Okay, you want the weirdest flavor? Yeah, like, let's, let's get freaky with it. Yeah, freaky with it. Uh, well, we got one that tastes like a Coca-Cola. That's kind of weird. Oh, that's cool. So, it, yeah. it, it, is that sponsored by Coca-Cola, or is it just, it's just something that, that somebody makes, and it's just like, oh, this tastes like Coca-Cola? No, it's actually, yeah, it's made by someone else. It's okay. not actual Coca-Cola brand. Well, I got you, man. Well, you know what? That sounds really interesting to me and my son. Uh, his uh, his name yeah. is is Saul. Son. Okay. Yeah, and and nice. and, and so Saul Son, and so uh, we're gonna okay. bring him in. We're gonna pick up a Coca Cola vape juice, and we're just gonna shoot the breeze. And I'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Good afternoon. Hi, uh, I'm going to need to come in and possibly pick up some vitamin C for my son, but I'm not quite sure it's, it's what he needs. Um, he's uh, got... Did you say vitamin E? I'm sorry? Uh, did you say vitamin E? Uh, vitamin C. C as in cowboy, as they say. Oh, vitamin C as in cowboy. Yep. And, but, okay, yeah, we, we do have a, a bunch... Okay, so, so you do have vitamin C in stock there? Yes. Oh, this is very good. This is very good. Um, good. So, but I'm not sure that that's going to really help him, basically, because he's got, he's, got he's got foot dandruff, and, and he doesn't have it on the top of his head. He just has it 
on the top of his foot. And, uh, you know, he's tried various types of foot dandruff shampoos. He's called Walgreens. He's called CVS. But basically, he's thinking that vitamin C is going gonna, is gonna to kind of clear this up. Is that something that, that vitamin C takes care uh, of? I've never, I've never heard of vitamin C actually clearing it up. It may, only because it is an antioxidant. But if, if it's like a, a skin, uh, like flaky skin, right? Yeah, basically, but uh, but only on the top of his foot. And I, I'm not really sure what the deal is. I would say try uh, an uh, antibacterial um, uh, oil, which is called tea tree. That would be one that may help. Oh, tea tree uh, oil. Okay. We don't carry it. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, gotcha. we don't carry it at the moment. Where we're sold out. Uh, but also other things that he could try is like any um, any oil that's like fat base uh okay, as in like okay. coconut oil uh argan oil okay so uh, uh, uh coconut oil you, uh, you said could be a helpful thing or oh, you said you were uh breaking up sorry about that uh, you said coconut oil would be like a healthy, healthy. thing yeah coconut oil could oh, help okay cool um so Right on. So basically, he's just going to come in there and pick up that vitamin C and pick up maybe some of that tea tree oil, and, and we'll see if we can get popping. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's, it's, it's a thing that it's happening with, with millennial, you know, and, it's, you know, my son is a grown man. He's a grown millennial man, but for some reason, there's been reports of just flaky skin on the top of, top of people's feet, and it's not happened to me. It's not happened to my husband. I, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. You know, God God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, it could it could just be like a skin irritation from like the heat or something. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, I know no, it, no, is, no, it is it is hot outside right now, so that could be adding to it. But I just wanted to say thank you very much for your for all your help. And uh, okay, definitely talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Goodbye. Hey, how's it going there? Um, I, I just had a quick question. So basically, my son has been having trouble at school. I went through his text messages, and he, he mentioned doing something called a hot box with his friends. And so, you know, I'm, I'm talking, to my, talking to his friend's parents, and they're telling me that there's a spot on the island called, called a hot box smoke shop. So I figured maybe hot box meant coming into your shop uh, the hot box term is usually meant when people are going to smoke weed in a car without the air con <gasps> oh okay that's a hot box oh, our, our okay. shop name is hot box but but that's that's what a hot box is if you're trying to <laughs> look for what they're doing so so you you all sell like what i guess vape people are doing their cigarettes and and inside their cars oh uh, we're uh we're like in a, we're a head shop basically. We sell apparatuses for marijuana, oh. also cigarettes, papers, other kinds of stuff. Yeah, we don't sell any THC products. Okay, but so, so they're probably just going in. And don't there. worry, we. Yeah, we card everyone that comes in, so you don't have to worry if oh. they're underage. Don't worry about it. Okay, gotcha. So, so the, I mean, what like worst case scenario, they're probably smoking cigarettes in their friend's car. Uh, hot boxing is usually referred to marijuana smoke. 
Oh, that's uh, that's not gonna do. Yeah, so, that's not gonna do at all. Yeah, it's it's basically the term is they're they're letting the air they're turning off the air the the term is hot boxing because you turn off the aircon. There's no air circulating in the car, so the weeds the weed is just lingering in the room. Oh my goodness, is that? But nowadays that people dangerous? turn the aircons on, so uh, not really. It's just so that you breathe in all that secondhand marijuana smoke. <laughs> so my son is breathing in secondhand marijuana smoke, basically. Well, if they're hot boxing in their car. Okay. All yeah, right. That's technically what it means. Okay. Yeah. Well, All thank right. you for educating me. I appreciate you, and I'll, I'll talk to you next time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to talk to All my right. husband and my pastor about this. Uh, no problem. Okay. Bye. Thank for calling. How can I help you? Hi. How's it going? Good. Can I help you, man? Sure. Uh, so I, I just had a big problem with my son. I, I found out that my son was doing something called hot boxing. Okay. And um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Have you ever heard of hot boxing? No, I didn't. Okay. That's okay. It's fine. It has something to do with marijuana. Anyway, my son is my son is smoking marijuana. And, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to blow off some steam. I'm a, I'm a compulsive uh, spender. And I was coming in there and, and looking to get a Hawaiian shirt and one of those, mm -hmm. uh, those round hats. Do you guys have the, mm -hmm. the round hats? Um, we have fedora hats. The round hat, like Perfect. the farmer hat. We have the farmer hat also. You have a farmer hat there, and you also have, yeah. you said it a, looks, a, a, yeah, like a, you know, like a fisherman hat. Yeah, that's what they call it. Farmer fisherman hat, and then the fedora hat. Oh, that's fun. That's silly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of different kinds of hats for men and women. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. you have the standard hats there. You just put the, you put like the shape of the island on, on the fedora. Um, no, we don't have any print like it says, um, still, we only have it for a regular, uh, baseball cap. Oh, okay, I gotcha. All right, well, I love baseball caps very much, and, um, and I've certainly enjoyed speaking. Yeah, we have a lot of different designs, like, uh, seal, we have the embroidered on it, yeah. Wow, okay, sounds good. Um, all right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for all your help. <laughs> help. You've been you, a whole you, lot of help, and uh, I will see you soon. I've got my credit okay. card ready, and I am I am I'm pulling mm -hmm. the trigger on that credit card. Yeah, I we're open re until eight thirty. Okay. Well. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll hold off until tomorrow. I don't want to hold you guys up mm -hmm. over there. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for calling. Can I have your name, please? I think it's Patch. Patch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, praise God, Patch. And what city are you calling from? Uh, calling from Chicago, but um, I, just, I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you, and I think that you're doing a great job and uh, I hope you have a blessed weekend. And that's basically all I have to say. 
Uh, yes, I have. I'm a, I'm a devout Christian, and I just uh, I know that, that you all are spreading the good word over there. And I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, if I could, I'd hug all of you, because I think you all are so awesome. Well, praise God. You don't have anything that you want us to agree with? No, actually, um, I, I, my life is 100% fulfilled, and I just, uh, I thought I just would like to spread some joy, if, if at all possible. Well, oh, praise God, it's what people need. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm going to continue doing that, and, and I know that, that you will, too, because you all are just the greatest. And high five all around, praise Jesus. I love y'all. And, and, you know, I just, I have so much joy for you. And I know it's late, but I just wanted to tell you, God bless, and I love you. Well, thank you very much, Patrick. May God continue to to let his light shine in you to other people so they can be drawn to him. And okay. how did you hear about our prayer um, actually, you know, uh, there are some people that I go to church with and, and they all, uh, they all just had great things to say. Uh, you know, everyone, everyone goes through tough times and, you know, it seems like you're, yeah. it seems like this, this prayer line is just a hundred percent genuine and original. And, you know, I, I do find that a lot of prayer lines, they try to, they try to scam some money out of you. Um, and this is not something that, that you all ever do, I noticed, and I'm getting the same report. But if, if we wanted to donate to you all, how do we do that? Um, I can give the address for ministry, which is in charge of the prayer line. Okay, but you wanted to donate, but like I can't, I can't tip you. Can I tip you? Is that is that is that uh, a possibility? No, I'm I'm a prayer partner, and what I'm doing is praying and agreeing with people based on the word of God. Okay, I know, but I'm I mean, ambassador for Christ. So I'm a prayer partner, and what I do is. I pray and agree in certain areas, whatever area that you need, salvation, rededication, if you need prayer in any other uh, areas. And that's what I do. Well, I that's... don't give out my name. Okay. All right. Well, you know, fair enough. You don't do uh, that. You know, I just, I just, I just appreciate, I just appreciate you all. And I, and I, and I wanted to return uh, all the joy that you've brought to me and my family. And, uh, you know, if there was well, any way that I could do that, that. Then, then I would jump at the opportunity. But if, the, if I can't, then I can't either. I'll just, uh, I'll just, you know, just God bless you. And, and, uh, may God keep you and bless you. Well, thank you, Pat, for calling me. Okay. And I hope, I hope you have a good night. Okay. You have a good night, too. God bless you. Okay, take care. Okay, bye-bye.
The actor who played Santa in Elf, the movie with... Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Who played, I do know. Who played Santa Claus in the Will Ferrell Elf movie? Edward Asner. That's who it is. Oh, sure. I know who you're talking about. He looks like that guy. You're right. Yeah. That's who it is. Ed Asner. Ed Asner. Look. Yeah, my God, it is. Look at him. Dude. It is Ed Asner. Maybe that is Ed Asner. Uh, just suck on that. That's Ed Asner. Nice and red and let you remember me after I'm gone. <laughs> right before you come, yeah, I'll swallow if I want to. Right before you come, yeah, I'll swallow if I want to. I have no problem swallowing. Damn. If you want me to. Uh, right before you come, yeah, I'll swallow if I want to. I'd stop her a minute and I'd put a big kicky on your inner thigh there and suck on that and make it nice and red and turn over and I would play with your cheeks, I would rub your cheeks and maybe even massage your little hole, little hole, play with you and caress you and make you feel just the only man in my life. There's not going to be a part of you that I'm not going to enjoy. There's not going to be a part of you. I need it right now. Well, it's normal size. It's it's not it's not that that big. Well, it's normal size. It's it's not it's not that that big. The first time it's gonna be quick because it's been a long time. You better believe I'm coming up to me. It's not that that big. Gonna be quick. Okay, you come, you come. Let me see, let me see how much you come. Okay, you come, you let me let me see all that come. Let me see how uh, how big a load I'm gonna swallow. Okay, well, just uh, let me have it right now. I need it. I need it right now. I need it right now. Okay, I need it right now. Can you see this? I need it. Okay, give it to me now. Give it to me now. I need it. Give it to me now. I need it. Give it to me. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Come on. Don't be stingy. Come on. Give it to me, Mark. I'm gonna put this in your mouth. You're gonna have to suck it dry. You're gonna just suck it dry, Mark. Suck it dry, Mark. You got that beautiful mouth. Yeah. Beautiful mouth. Oh, I can feel it. Mmm. Oh, that's gonna be good. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be good. Come on, show me that you like me. Oh, you are terrific. I'm gonna have to be leaving in a few minutes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you like this? This is what gets you right now? This is fucking awesome! <laughs> Look at his fucking tits. And <laughs> so close. Oh, this guy is fucking amazing! Could you imagine? Wait. <laughs>